See this? This is my boomstick. Jim, what the hell's the matter with you? Well, baby, he's so horny. He's so horny. It's funny how it is. Funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. Don't, don't, don't. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you oh, mean, no, funny? No, no, yes. Let's just pray I have the energy to get myself this another beer. This town needs an enema. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. I still never know what you're going to get. You have failed me for the last time. Wrong, sir. Wrong. I was saying balloons. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. This is Feedback, winner of season one of Sci-Fi Channel's Who Wants to Be a Superhero? And you're listening to Bunch of Dorks. Like me. Game on. All right, and we're, we're back. back. It, Man, what's my name? Why, are, what, wait, why are you unplugging your mic? <laughs> no, a couple of dorks here. Mm. Man with no name ran into some very disturbing car trouble and will be back next week. And, and I, my it, guess is it will become even more disturbing <laughs> since he is trying to fix it himself. I think he's gonna. I want. I want to see if he still has the grease under his fingernails. Because when you really start working on a car, that doesn't like go away. Even, you can sit there and like try and pick it out with that little curvy pick in a in a the nail clippers. Doesn't happen. Mm. You you literally scrub your nails and and underneath is greasy. For you have the hands of it. Hands of a man. Hands of a man for like three to four days. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so. We'll so see. this is how I predict next week's uh, story starting off for the first segment. Well, the mechanic said it would have been about 200 if we hadn't tried to do it ourselves, but now I'm looking at 1,000, so I'm, so I'm used car shopping. <laughs> I have some faith. It, no. it, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let the story play out, you know. But I did, before we got into, you know, Promi has a very exciting uh, story. Before we got into that, I did want to give a little bit of a teaser that but in the next couple of weeks, the BOD is going to be going uh, through a format change. Uh, so make sure all you uh, long-time listeners, you know, tune in for that. It's We're like a caterpillar getting ready to go into our cocoon. Yes. And then the thing with the uh, butterfly. Or moth. Moth. Oh, yeah, or, exactly. or we might get eaten by yeah. another insect while we're in hibernation. We'll, you'll see. Let's we'll, duck we'll that one. Yeah. yeah so yeah. keep in mind there's big changes afoot. Okay. If we had like the echo chamber effect, we'd be using it right there. Uh, we have it. I just am so lazy. Well, that, and yeah. I don't I mean, do we'd, have to, we'd have to stop a tape and go back. And, you know. I do no post production because, on because this show. Because we're doing this all on reel to reel, apparently. <laughs> I know. I like. Li- I love listening to other podcasts where they're like, "Oh, with the editing process, we had this and that." And I'm like, "Wow, huh? I have zero post. Yeah. I just you know, export to MP3 and off it goes." Post is is it done yet? <laughs> so we can get on the internet. <laughs> Exactly. I had to look up some of that dumb crap I was talking about. Oh, no, we're uploading the show. Uh, damn show. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, well, where were you last week? Last week, last week, last week. I know I couldn't be here last week. What was I doing last week? Hmm. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I was thinking last week on, you know, when we when you guys were doing the show and I couldn't be here. No, um, earlier in the week, I was uh, actually over in... Um, was that this week? Uh, no, it was last week. Yeah. Cape Canaveral. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, uh, did I say something wrong? No, go. Sorry. Yes, uh, last week uh, Disney uh, christened their new ship, the uh, Disney Dream, largest ship in their fleet of now three, and uh, I was a part of the show. This thing's a monster, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 pretty big. It's it's like almost twice as big as the other two. I mean, compared to other ships in the industry, it's not 
not not really oh. even close. It's not close to the biggest. Oh, okay. I mean, the biggest is like they have trouble docking at most places. That's great. Uh, That's what you want to hear. <laughs> yeah, we might we might not be able to make it to land. Hmm. Let's pick a different ship. I don't like this one. No, uh, I think it's called the Pearl or something. The yep. one that's the largest, and it, it's actually got like a park in the middle of it, like with trees and stuff. But uh, but no, it it is much much bigger than the other two though, and uh, nice. they of course in Disney fashion they don't just you know break a bottle on the side and say it's here. There's got to be a show, sure synergy does. and all that other good stuff. So uh. How'd you get involved in this? All right. Well, this goes back to uh, the drunk slash Wampa Dude. Uh, as we know from his Wampa Dude name, he's a member of something called the 501st, and uh, that's a, a group of Star Wars enthusiasts. Uh, they're people that basically dress up in costume and do appearances and various other little things like that, and George Lucas doesn't sue them for ripping off his IP because they're not allowed to accept money for anything. It's all it charitable. Is charitable. And, and that's kind of the one thing I did gather was, one, they're insanely anal about 100% accurate. Yes. And two, it, it is actually all for charity. Like, I always kind of figured, wink, wink, for charity. You know, oh, this is for charity. Well, I had to use gas and stuff like that. But yeah. I, I actually think it's, they are seriously, like, on the they up are. and up, they are completely charitable. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, basically, the way it works is uh, they do appearances places where a business may want them. I mean, they do appearances in general, children's hospitals and various other things, but if it's for something that, for a business that's like a profit business, basically what they do is they accept a check for the entire group and the amount that where wages would be worth for the time, and that check has to be written to a charity. So it's a charity in their name, which is which for them, at least for the local chapters around here, it's uh, Make-A-Wish Foundation for children, So which is a, nice. which cool. is a, a foundation for kids who are uh, um, seriously ill or dying, and it's kind of like an opportunity for a last wish, something they want to do. I mean, it's a... You know, yeah. That's pretty. such a great thing, but think about that. Yeah. Man, that's brutal. Yeah, I don't know, you know. And it's like uh, Give Kids the World up in Orlando, you know, works with Make-A-Wish Foundation where they come down and it's like a resort that's that's designed for, you know, to to meet handicapped needs where all the equipment is sort of integrated in and they've got a pool that's wheelchair accessible and all this stuff and all the all the major attractions in the area sponsor them. Disney's like their biggest sponsor because they give them free tickets and Front, you know, badges that give them front of the line access and all this That's stuff. That's cool. And, That's nice. And they wear little buttons so that the cast members see them with those buttons. It's like they know to give them special, tr- you know, to be extra yeah. uh, special well, to them. To because, them. Because, or, yeah. you know, make their to day that yeah. awesome. Exactly. Know? That's cool. Because for some of them, that's, they're getting really close to that being it. God, for all the bitching I do in life, can you ma- I mean... How much we're, you luck, have, we're a lot more lucky how, than we. How think much we are. you have to be thankful for, yeah. you know, and you just don't. I don't know. Everyday life. I don't want to say it sucks it out of you because some people walk through life seeing only good. Yeah, uh, but my no, DNA. Yeah. I haven't I, run into any of those people, I, but I hear about them. Only yeah. like I'm always like, who's how you trying to screw me over? You know what yeah. I mean, or whatever. It's just kind of yeah. Wow, well, that's cool. The Anne Franks of the world, but uh, but anyway though, what so uh. The re- part of the reason I brought up Disney with this, well, obviously the story is about Disney, but <laughs> Disney is someone that that uses them on occasion. And what I mean by that is, you know, they have the holiday parades and like the Star Wars weekends and stuff with the parades, and they'll have these, uh, you know, going through the parades. There's different themes, but then at one point there's a Star Wars theme, and they have like 30 or 50 stormtroopers marching, you know, and then there's like mm-hmm. Darth Vader on the front or other characters, and the lead characters are all actors uh, hired by Disney, but for like the stormtroopers and stuff, they're basically extras 
what they'll do is they'll get the 501st to do that because a these people have experience marching in these costumes. You know, they they already know the drill for how to pretend mm-hmm. to be what they are. And the cost. The, they already have yeah, they already have these costumes that are custom built and custom fitted for each and every one of them. You know, it's like plastic molded all the uh the armor and stuff. So and to get in, they have to have a screen accurate costume. So yeah. their standards are already higher than Disney's probably would have been to build the costume to begin with. They're already <laughs> custom fitted to the person in it, and the person in it already knows the drill. I'll guarantee that their 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 standards are higher than the first movies. Yo, I'm, 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 I, I guarantee you're right too. I'm yeah. not putting down the movies. I love Star Wars, but but yeah, are you kidding me? The first one was just like, look, just film, here, you know, <laughs> just film it, put this on. It's white. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're a stormtrooper. Put that white thing on. My arm here looks a lot like a modified Dixie. Just put it on. Yeah, but uh, so what? What happens is, you know, they'll bring them in because they're they don't have to hire extra staff. They come in to do the thing, and they and uh, it, it all works out. It's win win. They yeah. probably give them free a pass. That, I think whatever, I think maybe whatever, they might yeah. get one. Yeah, you know who cares? But uh. But uh same thing for other things like Weird Al Yankovic came to town for a concert and they wanted they've he's got a Star Wars song if you look it up if you don't don't know it it's funny. <laughs> That's but awesome. uh for that song he wanted a he put in a request for 30 stormtroopers, you know, to just to come out on stage as sort of a and that's what they do. He pays, you know, he yeah. writes a check for charity and everyone's happy. That's awesome. Well, because they kind of have a, this pre-existing relationship with Disney when they suddenly needed to cast for this, they said they went to them and said, "Hey, you know, can we get 80 people? We need 80 stormtroopers on this deck <laughs> to defend against, like, real pirates. And they're like, well, we know this thing. isn't your normal thing, but, um, you know, we're, we know you guys have worked with us in the past, and you're cool to work with, and yeah. would would you do it? So uh, they said that uh, they, they sent out the notices and everything, and the deal was they needed 80, where they were trying to get up to 80, and if they couldn't get enough of the 501st people, they were allowed to bring in friends and family. So. Right. Cool. As a result, I was a friend and family. Nice. That's cool. And uh, we got some. We got some pretty good, pretty good deal. We got some free tickets for doing it because technically this wasn't a 501st event. It was just people from the 501st that were doing it. We weren't in the. There was nobody in Star Wars costumes, so we were kind of freed from the old. It's all 100% charity thing. So uh. this was basically a, a ticket exchange. We for two days time we got probably almost $500 worth of worth of Disney ticketry, so. Wow. So it was a pretty good deal overall. Actually, a day and a half worth of time, and of course they fed us and everything. But That's awesome. But the experience, though, was, it was, so, it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So how much do you get? How many, how many t- like, I got tickets? Basically, or? four hopper passes. Wow. So That's sweet. So tickets are like 83 bucks plus yeah. tax now, and the hopper features like another 30 <laughs> per ticket, so. That's incredible. So, yeah, you're looking at like 460 plus tax. That's great, man. Yeah. And uh, the experience, but the experience overall was was pretty cool. I mean, it was a little rough. The first day we had to be at our we we were they basically they picked us up in Orlando or in downtown Disney and then bussed us over. Uh, the first day we had to be there at six a.m. to catch the bus. The second day we had to be there at five a.m. to catch the bus. Mm. So the second day we actually ended up driving over. I had a meeting at work. I had to go to when this was all done. Yeah, <laughs> you remember I was there and it was like, yeah, I came in for this. You sure did. I drove back across the state, showered, cleaned up, got my eyeliner off, and came in for this. (laughs) Exactly. You should have just came in in a pirate outfit. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, they wouldn't let me leave with it. Yeah, really. Uh, the, uh, yeah, the, it was some, some of the stuff with the costumes, the prices on this stuff was crazy because a couple of the things, because they needed more, they actually, like, went to a costume supply 
yeah. whole warehouse in Orlando and, and bought and whatever. And yeah. so, so some of the stuff actually had price tags on it. And the hats were like 180. You know, one of the hats had a price tag on it on the inside of 180 bucks. And it's like, hmm. Wow. Yeah, well, when I saw the And, of the course, picture, we're banging into things with yeah. them. Well, when I saw the picture, I, I was like, wow, that is, that's some serious costume. You know what I mean? Like, that, that it looks period authentic, and well, I don't really know, but, I mean, yeah. it, it looks like what you think of Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. or Caribbean. I mean, our, they were a little, more, the they were a little more colorful than probably would have been realistic, well, but that's, yeah. but it's, yeah, but it's, it's Disney, Disney and it's a stage, so. And don't but. worry, that money they invested, that will be uh, Pirates of the Caribbean uh, um, parade for the next 20 years. They're going to get their money out of that $180. Well, my pants and shirt weren't original or weren't new to me. There were uh, there were tags and stuff on the inside of it. So, <clears throat> you know, that came straight out of casting. But my shoes were re- original. And, I mean, the, the, the whole costume is the whole, the whole shebang. It's very and cool. And what's funny is they, they originally they wanted all these measurements from us, and then we gave them, and then we got instructions. We needed to bring black pants and black shoes. I'm thinking like, okay, so I guess they're just giving us a shirt and yeah. we're going like that. And yeah, then we show up and, uh, you know, no, you go into the, the cost, the wardrobe tent and there's a, a bag with, or a hanging bag with your name on it and there's socks, shoes, everything, Hold socks, deal. yeah, jewelry, the shirts, the every, everything. Well, yeah, you'd, you'd think they'd have to tell, tell 10 people to wear black pants and black shoes. You're going to get black shoes with white stripes. You're going to get right. like like white shoes with a little bit of black on them. Well, these are black there, you know. It, like they could never do that. Yeah. It would be like I don't remember pirates having Adidas. I don't know. But yeah, but, but, yeah you know, it's just one of those things where they'd have to standardize. They couldn't. Yeah. You know. There seemed to be a little confusion with the communication though. So I I don't I have a feeling that was probably one of the people were with the, the the contact of the 501st making up some of these rules to be you know on the safe side. Yeah. But uh but yeah, we get over to the first day, and um, we have you have to go through the terminal. So you actually go through uh, security, yeah. like TSA security, mm-hmm. because once you cross that threshold, you're kind of considered an international. I mean, yeah. once you're on, once you're in the port, you're you're no longer kind of in that part of the. You, it's you're you're basically considered like on the ship, kind of. Did security grab your junk? No, oh, no. They were they were pretty quick and easy with us because there was a line. I mean, there were about 700, 750 performers overall yeah. in this little production, and plus crew and all this other stuff. This thing was 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 pretty massive. I mean, they had three satellite trucks out there for the simulcast, you know, to, wow. to beam it out live. Yeah, that's cool. But uh, but yeah, so there's a big line of performers to get in. But there were there was like there was us. There were a bunch of hired actors for the main parts and the. Uh, the performances. There was a there was a Johnny Depp stand-in for for Jack Sparrow that actually came in on a on a pirate ship in the background because they they brought a ship up from St Augustine for our segment. Um, they had a bunch of dancers and singers and of course a bunch of people in the costume things. They had a bunch of kids that came from local schools. There was a you know a um, a band mm. basically the percussion from a right. from a school band for one segment and, and some other stuff. And, uh, yeah, the first day we got there, and basically we spent most of the day just watching other groups rehearse. Because some of these people had been there for like a week doing rehearsals yeah. for this 30 They're minute like, show. We got it. We're on it. Yeah. And, uh, we got to see him screw up again and again and again. <laughs> and, uh, saw Mickey outside of his costume. Um, wow. Mickey got hurt briefly. Where was a, there was like a li- scene where there was like a lift where Mickey would come up out of the stage and then go down into the stage. And at one point, we looked over, and Mickey's head and feet were visible at the same time momentarily as the lift was going down, oh. 
which is not a good sign, you know. And it's uh-huh. funny because they're like, there was this pile, there was this long pause where everyone was just kind of like, <gasps> and then they come on to the intercom. She's okay. She's, I mean, he's okay. He's okay. Because, uh, you know, I don't know. I assume it's fairly widely believed, and it, it's true that you know Mickey's pretty much almost always a woman, yeah, because of the body size. Yeah. So uh, Mickey was outside of Mickey's costume for the rest of the day doing doing the rehearsal things because they were just concerned. So it's funny watching this small woman like make these really giant, overly exaggerated body movements yep. to do, you know, to a pre-recorded track of Mickey's voice for the <laughs> for the interaction scenes with Bob Iger and. And stuff, but um, so the first day we did uh like three or four rehearsals without costume on, and then we did one with costume, and then <clears throat> and uh, it was like just before lunch. So then they broke. We were gonna take like a fifteen minute break, which ended up turning into our lunch break. And then uh, then they came back around, and they're like, okay, we need you guys to be back by about two thirty, which was like an hour and a half away. You know, this is why we're we're like halfway done with lunch, and then they're saying that. And of course, we're and we're past security. We're I mean, it's not like we're going anywhere. Right. It's sitting around basically That's and standing around and walking. Yeah, you're just, exactly yeah. walking around. And so two uh, thirty comes, and they're not ready for us. And then they say three thirty. And the deal was, is we're supposed to be there till four thirty. Well, at three forty-five, they come around and tell us, well. You know, if if this isn't, if they're not good to go by about four. We're cutting you guys loose because we're on, they're only allowed to keep you until four thirty. We've already told them, you know, that you're, and yeah. it's not, it's not because I and I was kind of thinking it would be like it is most places. Like, could you guys hang back and we'll just? But no, they're like they're by the book on that one. They gave us a time. That's it. And uh, they were very clear that the the person that was managing us was very clear that they were cutting them off at four thirty if we weren't, you know, if we. Yeah, at four, at four, we were done because Everyone we had to go change out a costume and makeup and everything. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, four o'clock comes and we're still steaming there, and they're like, "All right, uh, go go back to the wardrobe tent, guys." And that's another thing that's interesting is the co-ed wardrobe tent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, in uh, uh, Wampa even commented, he goes, "See, this works here because these are all people that are used to changing in front of each other for the five hundred first stuff anyway." Yeah. <clears throat> And you know, it it wasn't it wasn't weird because it wasn't weird to anybody else. But right. it was but it but it was kind of funny that everyone just crams into a tent and then and you're just like, Okay, be cool, just <laughs> run with it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but uh but the 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 thing is is this tent was basically set up in a parking lot, so you're dealing with um you're standing on in a parking space basically yeah. changing your clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh it was like a black top, I think that it was it had been painted or something, and I was wearing new shoes and I that that was the first problem of my my two day event there was changing out of my 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 outfit I fell because uh, my my little pirate shoes I wasn't wearing boots I was wearing like these shoes because I had these long sock things happening mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, fell and I was like oh this is great so uh, cram everything back into our thing and they're like don't worry about it don't worry about it we'll take care of all that stuff so um, get the makeup off and and uh, we basically go home then we w- we went to um, where do we go then? Oh, we went to a place called Jelly Rolls, I think. No, was that that night? Ah, hell, I don't even remember. It had to be because you were back home then. No, no, no. That night we went out to eat with some of the 501st to this place in Tampa. It was pretty cool and fun. We... Oh, you like came home? home. No, no, no. We were. I, I'm not in Tampa. I'm sorry, in Orlando. Orlando, yeah, because I, I thought you stayed over. Yeah, we then. stayed over at one of the Disney resorts. That wouldn't but... make any sense if you had to get up at 5. Ugh. And it's funny because uh, Wampa and I don't think we have a name for the other person. Um, yeah, we don't, but we'll have to get a name for her. Yeah, we'll call her Ink. Ink. 
uh, Wampa and Ink, um, you know, they were like, yeah, we th- we we're thinking we're just gonna stay up that in the second night, or that for the over the, over that you know that first night there, just be easier, you know, we're we work night shift and we'll just we'll just hang out. We're they were they were gonna get like drunk in the room kind of, and then you know just take like some five hour energies and pop. Th- that was their theory anyway. Oof. But after this first day. And the funny thing is, we didn't do that much. We we had we did our we did our rehearsal like four times total, and there was some running involved in it. And there wasn't we didn't really do that much though over the course of the whole day. And yet everybody was was, was completely exhausted. And it's like it's a, it's a weird, strange stress when you're on the when you're on a set like that because at any moment they're gonna want you, but you don't know. And there's no really designated area like you go here and wait. So. You're not really sure you're where you're supposed Just to constant be. Constant confusion. You're not yeah. really sure where you're supposed to be at any given moment. You have like guys on forklifts saying, "Hey, pirate, stage left." I'm trying to get through. You know, like, like you're supposed to know what the hell. Yeah. Is going what left? My left? Yeah. Your left? Well, well it's stage left. No, I understand I what that is. But but I mean, uh, huh? Thing. But you know, like all these people racing around, and you hear them on the internet. Oh, okay, let's do it again, and we're gonna need the pirates soon. So then, you, so you're attentive and. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's I I I guess that's how the the entertainment business works. It's like ten percent action and ninety percent waiting just for that standing action. Standing around. I I've read that over and over because I was always interested in it doing the show, doing the TV show for so long. That just you want to learn other ways or yeah. how things are done. From what I understand, the like especially the movie industry is so convoluted and just horseshit. It's not even. It's nothing. I mean, it's literally just standing around and. They fiddle with the lights and fiddle with the lights, and uh, meanwhile, people are screwing around with all the other crap, and then, oh, half a scene, take it once, screw around, screw around, take it twice, screw around, screw around. It's, like, brutal. Yeah. You know, it's so horrible. <laughs> so, yeah. You wouldn't think it would be so hard just to, you know, go, but I guess that's the way it is. But then, it, but the thing is, too, though, is that, like, with in our case, one of the problems was is that, you know, they had this kind of rough idea of the, what the show was going to be when they started, apparently. Yeah. And then during the rehearsals, they started reworking things, and, which makes sense, but, you know, we yeah. didn't show up until the day before. Seeing it in action, you're like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's we not have to do re-block that. this. And, yeah. Well. And, uh, you know, and they started making changes to what we did the, during our dress rehearsal, because once they saw us in costume moving around, they're like, okay, we need to change this, and we need yeah. to do that, and this, and... It's like, okay, but then, all right, that was the end of the day. So they made some changes, and while we were there, and they're like, next time we're going to come out, we're going to do this a little differently. And then there was no next time. And you're like, okay, you remember that? Well, that's going to be tomorrow, so I'll yeah. see you tomorrow at 5. Hope you remember. So um, uh, let's um, let's quick hit a break. We're going to take a music break, and then when we come back, we're going to find out, did Wampa and Ink stay up all night drinking? <laughs> did the thing go well? Did the boat launch? We'll see. Was Promi happy that this was in the winter rather than in the summer? Well, I can answer that one now. Yes! <laughs> oh, my God. Dancing around in a costume in Florida in the summer? Yeah. You can forget it, man. I would have died. All right. We're going to go to a quick music break, and then we'll be right back for the conclusion of this story. This is Coffin Lids with Shake. Why, it's that delightful TV leprechaun. I'm going to get you lucky charms. Oh, no. My brains.
I've got, I've got the bread baking fucking channel on now. What's the bread bag? Bread baking channel. And these two fucking old cunts fucking break, baking fucking bread. I'm clicking on these two grinning fucking baboons fucking baking fucking homemade bread. I can't, I can't, I can't get anything else. <laughs> I've never heard of this. It's, just a, it's, a, it's a new channel. The cooking channel. The bake, the bed, the bake your own bread channel. All right, thank you very much, Coffin Lids. I totally dig those guys. Yeah, they're uh, cool. They're, they've been with us a long time yeah, too. They have, and uh, that that's one. Whenever Shake comes on and I'm uh, when I'm driving, it really like kind of fires me up, man. So I go faster. No, I'm just kidding. Officer. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Listen to that song, officer. Would you have ticketed me? <laughs> anyway. Okay. So yeah. now they they corralled you. They are they they said we we're changing everything and. Okay, see you tomorrow. Everything in good night. <laughs> and I'm like, is are we gonna do a rehearsal tomorrow morning before this thing? And they're like, I would hope so. Is what was what our handler said. Because uh, we had a couple people that were just in charge of dealing with the pirates, you know, right. uh, which was cool. But so uh, we leave. We go out to dinner with some of the five oh first, and then uh, we head back. And I'm like, I think I'm just gonna go to bed, guys. And they're like, Yeah, you know. It, it was funny how much of an about face they done because we were all whooped. <laughs> so uh, we were, but we talked about it, and we decided we were going to take our own vehicles over the next morning because I had oh, to, I had a meeting I had to go to early, and they there were some of the five hundred first that didn't stay in Orlando that actually came down from northern state or from like Georgia Atlanta yeah. to do this, and they were actually staying over in uh, Cape Canaveral or Cocoa Beach and driving over mm-hmm. themselves, and they wanted to hang out with them a little bit. After, they didn't want to just get on the bus and come back because you come back to. Our, Disney, they drop you off in the parking lot of downtown Disney, you get in your cars and go your separate, you know. Yeah. They wanted to hang out with some of them, so we drove over in two separate cars, but we had to go meet the bus to tell them we're not going to be on the bus because they're taking roll call. At, like, day one, it was whoever's on the bus is whoever's going. Day two, if you were on the bus on day one, then now we're waiting for you. Right. So you so, had to say, no, I have to drive over. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And then, they were, then they're cool with it. Oh, yeah. They know. just they know to, not to wait in the parking lot. Well, now they have long. to keep track because... Okay, we practice with eighty pirates. They don't like day one. Now there's twenty. Yeah, That's exactly. Not how Disney works. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they are wired tight with their shit. Well, the other thing too is is they they shrewdly don't give the tickets out until the end. So oh yeah. So yeah, if you back out, you've just wasted your first day. But uh, uh, so day two we get there, you know, and it's raining, and uh, fairly hard when we get there. So, uh, you're like, well, this is interesting. Yeah, we go through security, and like in front of the port area, they're actually setting up tents and like catering stuff, and it's like, this is going to be interesting to see how this plays out. So, we get rushed through, we get into, and they immediately send us into wardrobe, and we're like the first ones there for, for the, the public wardrobing. There's a, there's a separate, it's a giant, giant tent, and there's like a wall between us and where the, the actors right. and uh, character costumed people are doing their thing. Yeah. They're in a, a, the other the other half, but they rush us in because we're the first ones there, and we've got the makeup and all that crap that's a little bit more involved than like all than like the band kids and the dancing kids and the this and the that. Right. So they're trying to rush us through because as these other groups are arriving, they can't let them in. They have to let the boys and the girls and the and these things in separately. The pirates are all just one big mass of people. The children, the underage children, are are segregated. Right. And so they're like pirates. We need you to. We need the pirates to leave. We need you know pirates wrap it up. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. So we're in costume and ready to go by like six. You know, six thirty in the morning. And we're standing around now, 
in the catering tent trying to stay dry because it's <laughs> it's raining even harder. You, I mean, like you can hear it picking up and then slowing down and then picking up, and it's windy and nasty and. Yep. Thinking like, oh crap! We're we're just thinking about the stage, and I'm thinking about my shoes because I'm slipping all over the place now, and these shoes that I fell in the day before, and uh, I'm thinking like the reason was because of the type of what we were standing on. The parking thing was like it was like black painted asphalt, uh-huh. so it had that kind of glossy. Yep. Now I'm walking around trying to scuff the bottom of these shoes because there's no tread on. They're 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 brand new and there's no tread. Yep. Uh, so. I'm, I'm walking around trying to scuff them, and I'm, I fall about four or five times. Do, I do, do a couple splits on them, and I'm thinking, like, I'm just thinking about the wet stage. Because, <clears throat> you know, everything started out dry under the tents, but then as it rained, water started, you know, seeping in from the edges oh. on the floor. So the floor is all wet in there. and uh, this is some blooming splish splash show. Yeah. So we come around to the front. The sun's coming up. The rain's kind of stopped. They've already had a they already had a red carpet, giant red carpet rolled out, and there's people like furiously, uh, like tank vacking the carpet, trying to gotcha, trying to get all the moisture out of it. And uh, we do end up getting one dress rehearsal in. Nice. And then there, and one of the important things that we didn't get to rehearse the first day was the the final scene because of the thing where they're like. Because uh, Jennifer Hudson was there, I should mention that too, which was like one of the American Idol chicks. Is that um, who is that? That's a she's the one whose uh, like mother and brother got I murdered don't know or anything something. Anything about yeah. any of them? Yeah, she's care. a singer. Okay, but uh, she was the fairy godmother for the. There was this whole scene where they needed a fairy godmother to bless the boat, and like Cinderella's comes out, and oh, ho, 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 I'm sorry, I'm late, and you know, and they're like, yeah. thank you, but we don't mean you. And uh, the reason is because she was actually she actually got her start on one of the Disney cruise ships singing. Huh. Kind of a somewhat little known thing. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh day before we got to listen to her flubber lines a bunch of times and that was another comment. We're like, Are we gonna get another rehearsal? And they're like, Well, I hope so and <laughs> hopefully by tomorrow Jennifer Hudson will remember her lines. Remember the lyrics to the song she's gonna sing and Wow. And it you know, it struck me, it reminded me of a it, it, I had a very widget esque uh thought while this stuff was going on and they were making changes and I was I'm sorry. Thinking, well, if like one of the world's largest media companies does these fly by the seat of your pants types of changes, then maybe it's not, you know. Maybe it's everyone is a dumbass. And I, I can't recall ever seeing anything like major from Disney go wrong, go horribly wrong in public. So yeah. I'm thinking like maybe this is just kind of the norm, you know. I guess. So uh, we do get out and we do get one dress rehearsal and and they're telling it, they're blocking us for the final scene, which is like, at the end she goes, okay, and we'd like to invite the entire Disney family back out, and we all come out, and there's this like group waving process, and right. then like slow motion waving, and then arms coming up in the air, and then going down, and then coming up, and we're all just kind of standing there, they've blocked us in, they put us in our positions where we're supposed to be for this, but everybody else out there has rehearsed this, like, over multiple days, this last scene. So you're doing the mirror exercise. And we're like, we're like, yeah, we're trying to look around at what they're doing and follow their arm movements because there's like this raising of the sun and then down with the arms and then raising again and then down and then and we're like, I really hope they don't think we're doing this because we don't, we're just like, we don't know what's going on. So uh, afterwards, then they rush us off because the they're about to start letting guests in, so we got to go backstage and. <clears throat> So while we're standing there waiting, you know, because it's about a 45-minute to an hour wait while they bring in the audience, which is various important people and, and the and the guests that are going to be on the inaugural cruise or the, so, we're the live audience. So who is – that's what was one thing I was wondering. Who Who's watching this? 
Like, um, who, who like who's there to see? I know the news because yeah. they're going to simulcast and all that. But who who's who's your like? What are you doing? Like who's this, who's looking at this? Well, the 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 audience was primarily. I mean, the largest group were the people that were going on the inaugural cruise because uh-huh. basically after our spiel, the ship was coming back in. They were getting on board and sailing out. Wow. Uh, but uh, would you want to be on? I wouldn't want to be on the inaugural <laughs> cruise. I wouldn't want to be on the first or last. Cruise or flight? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm just funny like that. And, you know, <laughs> the funny part of it, too, is is that there was this... The song that they kept playing through the whole thing was from um, High School Musical. I found this out later on. Uh-huh. It was from High School Musical. But the lyrics were all, were all in this together. That was, like, part of the hook. <laughs> <laughs> Hope we got it right. Come on board. <laughs> I mean, there's something else, like, having fun and doing this and doing that, but we were all in this together. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I was listening to that thinking like, hmm, it kind of became a personal anthem the day before when we were practicing things, and it's like, <laughs> hey, all right, we're all this we're together. All this together guys. But then I I was thinking like that sends an interesting message to their first uh, guests. Uh, that was a song that they were going through, but but yeah, there were some people from like the state and like actually like everybody for Top Brass and Disney was there. Bob Iger, the president and CEO of Disney, was there. I got close enough that I could have stabbed him with my sword. And that was another funny thing, is they gave me a real sword. <coughs> those, those cavaliers or whatever they're called, the, 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 the pirate swords. Yeah, they get, it was real. And the tip of it was sharp. I mean, it wasn't the blade wasn't sharpened, right. but I poked a few people with the tip by accident because my little the, the tip stuck just a little bit out of the holster uh-huh. I had. Yeah. So when I'd turn, I'd, I'd snag people with it sometimes. But uh, there were a couple of people that got plastic swords that were just metallic-y looking, kind of, yeah. that had been aged a little to look like they were real. But about six or seven of us actually ended up with real swords somehow That's in our awesome. costume. Yeah, That's cool. So um, we got one dress rehearsal in where they were, things were kind of screwy and squirrely for us. And then they come around while we're waiting, and they're like, okay, pirates, we need you to do this, the, the waves at the end. Because, again, we didn't know whether we were supposed to do that or not since we'd never rehearsed it. Yeah. Well, apparently the creative director decided we needed to. So they came around and were like, "You know those people standing well, around? No, you are like do that. You're like, well, you know, we don't really know what we're supposed to do. And they're like, just watch everyone around you. And just, they're like, there's going to be 700 people up there. You know, we just need you to kind of be making the same general motions. They're probably not going to notice if you're not exactly right. And you don't. Yeah. You are just looking at a sea of things. Yeah. Like, you know, as long as it's kind of whatever. But, uh, so it went, um, everything went Pretty well. When we actually went up on stage, my I had this problem when my hol- I had like a holster and then this thing that the holster sat in, like this belt thing. Yeah. And the holster today or the, this day, this morning, decided that it wasn't going to stay so well because if the holster let go of the blade, the holster just fell out of the bottom of the mm-hmm. the belt thing holding it. Yeah. And that happened while we were on stage. Oof. So I ended up waving the sword around, which originally we talked about, like in our group, that I wasn't going to do because I didn't want to nick anyone while we were running around with but stuff. But I had to because yeah. it wasn't staying in. And uh, there was a, supposed to be a scene where uh, Captain Jack fires a, a cannon and we all duck. Well, the cannon never went off. So when we got to our queue, we all ducked, but nothing happened. And then as we're leaving, going down backstage, the cannon and there's the kids getting ready to come back up. The cannon goes off. And it's one of those, um, percussion. it's a percussion yeah. thing. It's an actual, basically what it is, is it's a controlled bomb. Yeah, it's a cannon it's a bomb with no ball in, a, in it. Yeah, it's a, bomb, it's a bomb in a, this sound chamber, which causes it to echo to make it louder. Yep. And it, we're, we're going down the stairs, and it goes off right next to us, and the kids are all, you know, and the woman's like, it's okay, it happens, it happens. But um, 
we get rushed off, you know, everything happens the way it's supposed to. Then we we all come back out for the final wave thing, and we've got instructions because they have this giant bottle that they pick up with a helicopter to do the thing with. And we're not allowed to turn around to look. We're not actually allowed to see the christening because we're, we're closer than the audience is, and there's concern about the wind from the helicopter. And they were very, very serious about security. We had this one area that, on the deck there that was this open section of uh, water, and they kept referring to it as the rectangle of doom because it was just like this hole that went down into the the water, and we kept our we had to work around this thing the whole time. Oh, and oh. they they had it. So they kept calling that the rectangle of doom. I would not want <laughs> like, anything near that. We're gonna come up. We're coming up by the left side of the rectangle of doom. So be careful. And I mean, they had railings and stuff set up for us. But I mean, it was it was safe. And at one point, they had these two jumbotrons that are together and separated. And they're like, you know, do you guys feel comfortable going behind the jumbotrons? And they're like, we mean, is there space for you to go behind it? And they're like, yeah, there's a little bit. And they're like, okay, let's say there's not, and you're just gonna go in front of the jump. <laughs> I mean, to be they, to be perfectly fair to them. They were incredibly concerned well, at all yeah, times oh, yeah. about everybody, you know. Can you imagine the shitstorm of a volunteer or volunteer group getting hurt? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> They'd be like, no. But uh, but this, but this, the rain did stop. They did squeegee the tent, or they squeegeed off the stage and everything. Everything went mildly well, and uh, you know. <laughs> How was the show? Mildly well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, and uh, it, you know it, it was cool. It was a cool experience. Uh, one one thing that I thought was interesting though is, is that you know I mentioned that we all had a, a one half of the tent, and then the like the hired cast had another tent. Right, right. Well, whenever the people in character like Mary Poppins or or like Mickey Mouse or any of them, when they came out of their side of the tent, they were a hundred percent in character the the moment they stepped out, even backstage. And I mean, this is remember that the day before. We were, these people were in costume like all day long, wow. and then you know all morning that day. And I remember yeah, at one point there was a scene with the princesses, and Jasmine was having a problem with something, and she it, it was just funny because there was something going on, there was some kind of an issue, and I, she she was like, "I'm sorry, but this is going to be a, a problem." And she's like waving her hand in this like <laughs> this majestic little like like she's talking to like one of the one of the managers, and she's staying in character, and they're. They're talking. They're they're like consoling her in all seriousness. <laughs> You're like, wow. But I I mean I'm sure they're all used to it. And I, yeah. I what I gathered from it was basically that they were they understood that they were dealing with a mixed cast once they came out of the tent. There were kids there. There were yeah. oh, people yeah. like us who weren't employees. We were they're fans and stuff as much up, as they, so. They have to have that. They have to be that. And okay. back I mean backstage for they kept getting shuffled along, but the people in costumes were hugging and. Uh, you know, coming up and basically acting like they would in the parks. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Stitch would come up and hug somebody, or Chip and Dale were high five and people, and and uh, they stayed in character the, the entire time. And as a matter of fact, when the show ended, and we were coming back around, we were coming off to the side, and one of the person in the Beast costume, they're like, "Can we get a thumbs up from the Beast? Can we get a thumbs up from the Beast?" And the Beast was just walking quickly and not thumbs upping. Which meant that there was something going on inside that costume. Yeah. And uh, Wampa dudes like, "Yeah, I know that feeling." Because you know you're in this big heavy costume in direct sunlight, and they had they were in it for he was in it for or she I think it's a guy that's in that one because yeah, of the, the size. bigger one the, yeah they're heavy and they had to be in it for a while because again they were in it from the moment they came out of the tent backstage waiting yeah. around to go forward so they're like we need to clear room for the beast because they wouldn't take the costume off in front of us 
But, well, yeah. Had, you know, even though we were backstage, there was still this rush to get the beast into the tent into to the, take their side. Yeah, yeah, to do it, which I mean is sort of like really. But on the other hand, you know, there were us, there were the kids. It was it was a real concern about destroying the illusion. Yeah. Well, even, I mean, <clears throat> any of that stuff. It, like they, for how much I bitch and grumble about the prices, and I do. Yeah. I understand it because the the show and the how wire tight they keep everything about their brand is amazing to me. I mean, yeah. it, it's perfect. Like I always, I always kind of think the dream job would be to do um, like graphic design or, or some kind of developmental stuff for Disney because they always change it and they always like they have fifties flair, they have sixties flair, they have seventies, eighties, but. It's always branded. It's always perfect. Yeah. When they when it comes out, it's gone through whatever processes they have in place. That's it, and the, and it's perfect. You know, what I mean? and it's like it's so amazing to me. You know. Yeah. And that's a perfect example. Excuse me. Um, of just like no, you're not breaking character because if there's one kid out there from the band that sees you with your head off or smoking a that's cigarette, kind then. of traumatizing or yeah, yeah or whatever you know. So and they are just they're perfect about it. Yeah. They're not. That's what's Bush Gardens and Six Flags or whatever the hell that other one is. Like that's what the difference is. Yeah. You know, you yeah. will see somebody smoking a cigarette in the back of a Bush Gardens with with, with, a, with, with a with a with a with a um, Bugs Bunny hat off. Yeah. From yeah. from the bu- from the bus as the tour yeah. bus is coming through, you can like kind of see down and stuff. And not in Disney. And uh, you know, and as we're walking back, the White Rabbit from Alice in Wonderland comes like running past, and they're going. You don't have to run. You don't have to run. You're not late. It's over. You did it. You know, because it's like his thing was I'm late for a very important. You know, I'm late. I'm late for a very important. He's thing. running, holding his little stopwatch, running, and the the cat, the the managers are all like, "It's okay, White Rabbit. You're all right." And he gets to the tent to go in, and the person's just there tapping their watch, looking. I mean, it, they it, they were hamming it up the whole way. That's cool. And then of course it's like, all right, get your butts in the tent, get your costumes off. We got to get the kids in here when you're done. And you know, I always kind of thought. um well, I think I t- talked about it on air when I was I went to Penn State and I was I, my major was marketing and advertising. Mm-hmm. And when I my last year or second last year, whatever, must have been second last year, they came up before summer break and said if you should apply for the intern the internship. And now I was I would have done that, but. One of the guys that was there said, yeah, I stood in a hot Florida parking lot parking cars. Like, everyone in the whole classes is like, we'll be in advertising. No, you and won't. And you won't. Like, that's what, they don't pitch it to you like that, but your brain makes that leap. Yeah. And if that guy wouldn't have been there, I might have done it. And thanks to that guy, I didn't. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, Although I have heard that, that living in that college city mm-hmm. is like the most debauchery, uh, yeah. sex-filled craziness that you're ever going to experience because it's, it's like a spring break for it's a spring break for, for three, three months, months or whatever yeah. yeah and you're just like and there are people from everywhere so yep but yeah and i've i've run into um a good number of cast over the years there that were were in that program and i've always wondered that myself like they realized that they were going to be working a uh, merchandising counter when they came down there <laughs> but, but uh but they all seem thrilled to be doing it though but if, but. but if you're in the middle of nowhere yeah. Who cares? Oh, oh, I'm Wisconsin State. Yeah, I'll go hang out in Florida. Who gives a shit? And they and they all seem thrilled to be doing it. You know, they're like more excited and and I guess that's kind of that's sort of the advantage for Disney by doing that is you're getting to pay them like basic wages pretty much. Yeah. You're getting people that are kind of uh, that are already in the clean cut direction and reasonably intelligent because w- they're in a college program. 
I would have uh, enjoyed it. And I it's mean, a short stint, so. Yeah. And that's the other thing. I I, I, I kind of just go with stuff a lot. Yeah. Like, if it, even if it would have sucked, who cares? I would have just been the the guy that dances a little bit when he's directing cars or something. Who and, cares? The, and, 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 that, and you know what? You know? This is kind of a, a foreshadowing conversation, too. Dun, dun, dun. dun. So. All right. We're going yeah. to music break on that note. So, all in all... Good experience. It was good, it was awesome. Time. Yeah, I, I I'm not 100 percent sure I'd do it again, but I might. Mm-hmm. And it was and oh, they did mention that they were keeping our costume records on file in case they ever needed us again for pirates. And very cool. I think that would be easier in Orlando because I even asked yeah. the, the our manager girl who kept yelling at me because I was taking pictures backstage. <laughs> Uh, but that Garrett. It was funny because at the very, very end, I'm walking back and I'm going through the chain link fence trying to take pictures of the back of the ship because they have this 3D like pl- it's like a fiberglass giant Mickey hanging down from a rope and the sorcerer's outfit sleeping while they while the uh, broomsticks are painting the back of the ship. Kind of, it's like a permanent oh, thing. Dude. And I'm taking pictures through the fence and she comes up behind me and she says something. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, because I was so like uh, <laughs> shell shocked. And she's like. Oh no, we're, you're off the clock. We're done. She goes, we're not, we're not even in, we're not even behind the fence anymore. She goes, I was just saying that was a good idea, and she snapped, walks up to take the picture too. Nice. But uh, that's cool. But yeah, well, yeah. I I always wondered this. But, oh oh, sorry. I, what I was gonna say in relation to that though is, and I asked her then, like, how often do you guys do kind of this kind of stuff? And she's like, almost never. She's like, well, you know, we're. I'm I'm like, well, what is your position? And she goes, you know, this basically managing guest cast. And she goes, but it's always at the parks. It's never, yeah. We never yeah, travel yeah. for this kind of stuff normally. Extra so. pile of problems and yeah. issues. Uh, this will be the last boat-related thing. Yeah. But I wanted, and then we're gonna go to music break, and then that's the end of Different boat, thing, boat yeah. talk. But uh, <laughs> uh, the I wonder, I always wondered because they always say, oh, the largest ship and blah blah blah. Like we've grown up our whole lives hearing about this Titanic, which in reality was like a big failure. I don't know, but anyway. Like they talk about the Titanic and this giant ship. What what the hell size is the Titanic compared to the new modern ships? I would imagine it's like probably a third. small. I bet you it's like a third of the size of these these like floating cities now. You know yeah, I'm, I mean? I'm sure you you're probably right. Yeah, I, we should look that up. I I won't, but I I, I might like to, I yeah. might because you know that's <laughs> that, that it's, I was always curious about it, and I always was curious why they talk so much about. See, it's hard to say though. It it might have been big only because it took more like. We're a lot more space efficient than we used to be in terms of like, like the actual yeah. workings of the ship. There's no, there's no, there's no like area on a ship now where there's guys shoveling coal to make it run. <laughs> Good point. So, huh. at least I don't think there is. No. Exactly. Uh, so I mean, Disney internship. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? I shoveled coal. <laughs> So uh, you know, so it's it's hard to say. I mean, more back in those days, I imagine a lot more of the ship had to be devoted towards behind the had employee, you know, related mechanical and. So it's hard I'm, to say. I'm laughing because this big fat cat of mine just kind of made herself comfortable on air uh, on Pro, yeah Promi's lap. It's kind of interesting. And, uh, and I didn't miss a beat. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to music break. The second one will be Psycho Sanchez, and the song is called "My Brain Hurts." Damn it, Jim, what the hell's the matter with you? Nurse, my brain hurts, 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 my brain h
my gosh. And we're back. back. Thank you very much, Psycho Sanchez. Uh, They're one of our newer groups, but he's uh, very cool. And And, uh, that song represents every day at work for me. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess, well, I don't know. We'll, we'll let it go. I was going to say, we should, we should talk about that, um, how you rushed back and then you had some mystery project that turned out to be something, just nothing but that. Let's, the hell was it? Well, I did have this big schedule and then I get back thing, because something, something was supposed to happen the next Monday that was like big. I had to be done with this stuff at the end of the week. So I had this meeting and I had all this stuff I had to get done uh-huh. with that week and then, uh, the Monday comes along and nothing. <laughs> I mean, they gave me some, I, I was given a small project, but it was kind of like, I have a favorite app. My boss is like, I have a favorite ask for you. I need this and I don't have time for this. The, it, the way they talked, it sounded like I had this big, like, like I'm, oh my God. like I'm going to be busy for the next month on something. <laughs> I'm involved with a new, you know, new presence in our, in the widget world, not. And, uh, I was all stressed out trying to get done with my project and then I get done with it and then, yeah, 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 whatever. It didn't even matter. You're like, okay. Yeah, no, that's what, it happens like that sometimes. It's kind of weird. And that was an exhausting week for me. Little Big Planet 2 came out. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, uh, Mimi Bun was a little upset because she hadn't seen me for like a couple days, and yeah. so I was all torn between work and Little Big Planet and <laughs> and my woman. Yes, crazy. I don't know. Well, boy, uh, it was nice that you guys came down. Uh, Mimi Bun and uh, Promi came down to visit me as I was blacksmithing yesterday. Um, I was I I I I do volunteer blacksmithing. Me and my father do bla- volunteer blacksmithing at this place, like Heritage Village. One of those old-timey things. I've talked about it a little bit here and there. Well, the head blacksmith was like, well, yeah, you know, come come a little bit early, and um, we'll make a whole lot of coke, and a whole, and we'll get got to get things ready. You need to explain what coke is. Okay, basically, um, when you're blacksmithing, you take bituminous coal, which is a softer coal. There's anthracite, and then there's bituminous. Bituminous coal is like a softer coal, and you take that. It's more optimal. And you take that in the morning. Um, like one of the first things you do as you're kind of getting your areas cleaned up and getting everything started you make coke out of it. And what you're doing is there's a giant, massive forge in the middle of the area. It's not that massive. It's bigger than the other ones. Sorry. So you put the, you put, you start a fire, you drop the raw bituminous coal on it, and then you like pour water over it and heat it. And what you're doing is you're actually burning out the impurities like sulfur and coal has some nasty shit in it, you know. And you don't want that to get in the metal or in your lungs all day, you know. So what you do is, you um and there's a big flu that pulls some of the some of the uh, smoke out. So basically, you prepare coke, then you know you make it. You try and make enough for the whole day, and then each then you just kind of bring it over to each um forging each forge you know for the day. So we they said come early to make so we can make a lot of coke and we can uh, and there's gonna be a lot. He said there's gonna be a lot of people there because this is like a once a year festival at this heritage village. And I'm thinking yeah okay whatever because. That's a kind of a low-key place. There's not a whole lot, even when they have like this little. Every day they have this market. Or it's on the actually weekend, kind of a miracle that place is still around because it's. I mean, it's a state or county thing, so yeah. they get public funding, but that's not much. Can't be much. Yeah. And um, I I I went right in because I was already a uh, Pinellas County volunteer because of the work I did at the TV studio. You, you have to be a for what the, for the stuff that I did as far as the teaching and as far as the um being on that committee, you have to be a member, you know. Yeah. So I was already, you know, and they fingerprint you and all that bullshit. So then, um, what, you know, it was easy for me to become a volunteer there. So I'm thinking, okay, whatever. Well, 
me and my we and me and my pops went and got some um lengths of raw steel because one of the nice things to do is when there's kids around that are like asking a lot of questions and watching you, I like to make this little it's like an S hook. Basically it looks like an S and you fancy up each end and then you put a you, you twist the metal in the center so it looks a little decorative. And you can you could it's easy to like hang you can use it to hang stuff on anywhere, kind of. So one of the things that's popular to do is make S hooks while and while the kids are asking questions or whatever, and then while you're making it, then you can, then at the end you hand it to them. And, and I, I have to say I was a little shocked by that too because I didn't realize you could cool that that would cool down as quick as it yeah. did when you were dipping it in the water. Because you're dipping it in the water, it's like, tss, well, yeah, and then you hand it to that woman. <laughs> yeah. I like the one because I, I handed it to one. She's like, "Are you burning me?" I was like, "No." They yell at me when I burn people. I, you know, <laughs> well, but whatever. So and so we got these six lengths of steel, um, uh, th- three thinner stuff and three little bit thicker stuff. My pops, my pops was working on the I bet you were stuff. wishing you'd gotten six lengths of the thinner stuff by the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So, and I'm thinking, okay, that's all I'm going to do today. I'm just going to hammer out these ass hooks and keep, uh, keep everyone. I had no scope. I had no idea what the scope of this was. Well, I come in early in the morning and there's like people parking you and saying, what do you, you know, where, what are you doing here? And I'm like, well, we're the blacksmiths. And he's like, okay, well, don't park in here. You have to park along the road and stuff like that. I didn't even realize, like, how, this place was slammed. There was, I get, they were shuttling people in. I'm like, what the hell? And there's music everywhere and stuff. So it was a big deal. It was kind of, it was really cool. Well, by come four o'clock, my shoulders were, felt like they'd been <laughs> hammered on by George Foreman because I, I not the grill, the actual guy. Uh, he was a boxer before he gave us The guy grills. with the grill. <laughs> he was hitting me with a grill. Yeah. No, so, um, why I said that was he was famous for saying, if uh, if a if a fighter covers up, he would just keep pounding on their shoulders, because it was the only thing exposed until round three they couldn't even lift their arms anymore. Then he would mm. destroy them. That's what that was. Sorry, boxing factoid. So I'm, and we show up and this the crowds were like two and three deep all the way around our thing all day. It was really it was fun and exciting because I was kind of performing a little bit and telling facts and talking to people and if they asked. If they didn't ask, I didn't talk, you know, just did my work. I was telling Mimi Bun on the way home, I'm like, I bet Mal wishes he'd made more S-hooks last weekend in <laughs> preparation for this. <laughs> I'm like, he could have just sat up on the edges of the coal, and as he's talking, pick one up, dip it in the water so it goes, yep. and then hand it to people, and they wouldn't know the difference. And, you know, it, part of the cool thing was, it makes us, it makes such an impact on these kids. Yeah. When they're watching you and their eyes light up, it's like you're giving them a bar of gold and it's just nothing. Yeah. But it keeps, I always kind of hope that like maybe they'll learn more or think more about it. You know what I mean? Or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's just kind of really fun and cool. And I also, I, I was driving home and I was like, I am in so many photographs and videos. <laughs> like so many. There was so many people over the weeks even, just regular time they take pictures of, pictures now, what, what for what it's worth, nothing. But it's just one of those things where you're like, wow. You're a part of other people. I was photographed a memories. million times. <laughs> you know, it's just crazy. Uh, one of the the nice story of the day, though, and well, and then uh, right towards the end, um, Promi and Mimi Bun come down and to take pictures and just you know whatever. Um, and it's the end of the day. I'm beat. We're running out of fuel. Like there's not any fire left or anything like that. And I had given out my last S-hooks and just kind of, this was the end. And this little kid goes, can you make one for me? And I took a deep sigh and I tried to like, (laughs) I 
much. I was like, I don't know if I can do it. And I'm like, I could do it, but the fire was like, we didn't have any fuel. It was left. dying out. Things were. And I'm out. and I started cranking this the, the 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 thing that forces the air. And my pop goes, Oh, I have one S hook left. I was like, Would you please give it to this kid so I can just stop? I was very happy to just stop yesterday. I'm, I'm always enthusiastic and like it, but wow, I was beat to shit yesterday. Yeah. That wasn't the fun story though. There was. Uh, you kind of see what's going on, but not really because you're working. Well, some of the more gregarious kids are towards the front and talking, and we're giving out hooks and hooks. And what? Oh, the funny. Me, me, and my pops are making hooks. The the head blacksmith he made like two. He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna make hooks all day too." He just quit and started making his sword. Like he's making a knife. <laughs> like I was like, mm, "Okay, whatever." But he's a good guy. It just made me laugh. Yeah. So I'm, we're doing that. Because he's talking, too. He's just not giving anything out, you know? Yeah. Um, and I see this girl, a, like a mid, not a teenager, like that that awkward stage before they're teenagers. Right. Kind of milling around, or she was with the one kid that was talking a lot, then kind of gone, then back. And I saw, I saw her one more time, and she was, you could tell she was shy or whatever. And I saw her, and I was like, hey, come here, and I gave her a hook, and like... I think she wanted one so bad for two like or three was, hours. Like she was hanging around, like maybe hoping, he'll get, maybe he'll give me one. Like maybe I'll. Like get she didn't want to ask. She right. wanted you to. Yeah. You know. She was shy, and I and I that really made me like kind of smile inside. You know, how sometimes you do something nice, and you know it was nice. Yeah. And you can actually feel good about yourself for a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah. And I gave her like the nicest one. It had like a reverse twist in it and stuff. And I was like, oh, here you go. It was like. The nicest thing I've ever done, and it—I mean, it was just—that was like kind of—it uh, made me feel good about it. You know? That's cool. So, yeah, I encourage everyone to go down there because it won't be crazy like it was. Yeah. Oh, and I—I <clears throat> I broke for I we we take a break for lunch, and I was starving, man. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so hungry. So I went to the very first place I could like just get food. And I ordered like this cheeseburger. Funnel cake? No, <laughs> it was well, the same shop, yeah. and it was this cheeseburger, and I ate, and it was like one of those soggy, crappy. It was food. Like I was you like, pay hey. too mu- you pay it sucks. You pay too much and it sucks. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yay! And then I walk around the rest of it, and I get to the one part that's making like all this elaborate like cheese steaks, and it's all good. And I was like, son of a bitch! <laughs> if I just, <laughs> just would have went, if I would have went right instead of left when I came out, I would have had awesome food. Uh, yeah. Damn it! <clears throat> yeah, well, it was fun. It was a fun time. But yeah, when we were going to do the show today, or yesterday, we were talking about doing the show yesterday, and I'm like, well, I'm going to be babysitting, uh, so it has to be before 6, and you're like, oh, I can't do it because I'm going to be, you know, blacksmithing until 4. You know, that's when it kind of clicked, because you've talked about this before, and we've, there's been, you know, back when you first started talking about it, we're like, oh, we'll come down and see you, and you were like, eh, you might want to wait a few weeks until I understand what I'm doing, and before you do that. And then it just kind of never went anywhere, and you kind of mentioned it here and there, but it was never really clear if you were doing it every Saturday, or how that was going to be, and then when you mentioned that, I was like, to me, but I'm like, we should go see him, because, you know, he's he's uh, not going to get to do it much in, much longer, because the season's coming to an end, and yeah, if we don't get out there, we're going to miss... <laughs> oh, yeah. Do it again when my gut sucked in. <laughs> okay, hold uh, on. As he's talking, well, good, continue yeah. your story quick, then, I'll, then we'll... And uh, it was like, you know, we're not going to get to see him uh, unless we get out there soon, and so... We were going to go out and do it today, but we had a bunch of stuff we had to take care of in the morning, and it's getting later and later, and Mimi Bun's like, I don't think we're going to make it today. And I'm like, well, and she's like, I, you know, he's probably going to be doing it a few more weeks before this stops. So 
I emailed or I texted Sally the beer wench, and I'm like, "Is he, uh, you know, is there is he going to be doing it anymore after this weekend?" And she's like, "No." <laughs> and this is at two like two forty five. Well, not forever. Just yeah, for, you know, two thir- this is like two thirty or something or two forty five. And I'm like, "Mimi bunnies, this is it." And it's like, "Oh crap!" So <laughs> there's this big uh, drama over getting there because we didn't exactly know how to get there from from where we were coming from in Clearwater. Right. And. uh then we get there and it's like, what? We have to park in a remote lot and take a, like, why what the hell's going on here? Why am I at a Home Depot? I'm like eight miles away. What's yeah. going on here? Because I've been there, you know, numerous times over the years in high, in like middle school and, yeah. you know, and a couple times and, and it, yeah, and it's always been like deserted. Walls right in and yeah. eight people and you're, you're number seven of them, you know. And I, I, we're driving up and there's like all these police things and I'm thinking like, oh, there must be something going on around here somewhere today. <laughs> a bomb scare at the <laughs> Heritage yeah. Village. So uh, yeah, we were not at all prepared for what it was going in, but I'm, I mean, and it was just the last minute we made it in there for that you guys, awesome. and I'm, I'm glad we did. And I, I wish we'd come before, <laughs> yeah. before now. But it was just one of those things, you know. You'd mentioned it, and then we kind of, kind of like came up, but it was like, oh, yeah. And then it kind of sunk in, like, wait a minute, we've never gone out there, and it's you know, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it looked like it. It's kind of like I get to perform. I always like to be. I well, I I I don't. I like being in front of people. You're kind of a showman. And, yeah, a little bit, you know, and um, and that's one of those things where I'm doing something and I, I le- I'm knowing about it. I learn about it as I'm going, and I get to talk and kind of just hand kind it up, kind of share bit. that information with other yep. people and while I'm to... hamming it up. Yeah. <laughs> so you need to get yourself a period costume. <laughs> you know what? I we went last thing, and then we're gonna we're we're done. But we I we had a drive to Barberville to get the bituminous coal. Coal's not plentiful anymore. Well, it is. Especially but it, not it, in Florida. It, it's not in Florida. That's what I mean. Like, you know. Where they're not digging out of a rock. We, over, there's a gigantic Heritage Village style thing over in Barbersville, and they're the ones that, they order like a truckload of coal. And when you go there, it's seriously like, they look like the Amish kind of thing, where they're in period. Mm-hmm. Like three weeks ago, I'm, I'm getting dressed to go, and I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> I'm putting on camo pants and sneakers and stuff, and I'm like, Maybe I should like buy into the dream a little bit more and at least like look like overalls or something. I don't know. Show up in a horse and buggy. I'm here for the coal. But well, no, no. I mean, I've got six pigs and a and 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 several chicken to trade. No, I meant for where I am. Yeah, I know. Because they they like live it. It's a little bit better. Like when you walk up, sometimes I'm sitting there like I'll I'll be glancing at my phone. I'm like, this isn't. (laughs) Hey, just remember the South Park episode. (laughs) Yeah. What are these fangled bones you speak of? I don't know no code. God damn it, just stop. Door code? I don't know what you're speaking about. That's awesome. So, yeah, we don't... This park doesn't really live the dream as much as we should. (laughs) So, next season. Next season is right. All right, I'm closing up. We're done. All right. I'm Mal. I'm Promi. And we're out.